You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. From our studio to yours, it's Various Artists with Francis and Liam. Aya Himari Tena Koto Katoa Koliam Tokuingwa No Mai Hairi Mai Ki Various Artists Motaneuki. Kia ora and welcome to Various Artists. My name is Liam and I will be with you for the next hour. Francis is down in Ponake this week, so it's just me hanging out and I am very thankful to have your company, FIKNA, coming up on the show today. I had a chat with Clarice and Denise from Summer Summer Space about their pop up market taking place at 74 Kurangahape Road this week. Weekend, as well as John John from Number Three at Roscoe Theatre about their show Welcome Home. Lastly, I had a yarn with the good folks from Five of the Books down in Ponica about their fundraising campaign for future projects. And to round off the show, as always, we will take you through the art guide for Tamaki Makoto for this week. Here are her all for Cardo. We would love to hear your thoughts on any of these pieces. So please get in touch to Kupato Himai. You can text us on 5395 or Waiamairane. Give us a call in studio on 0939-3879. Also, after the show, ka oe e wareware e ahe ana koto te ki e ni korodo anohe. Pakereri, Rokidoki Marne, Itapai Tokutoko, O Irirangi Poho, Mihariki 95BFM, Itakati.com. You can catch all these chats and more by podcast on the 95BFM website, 95BFM.com. What's it all for? Various artists. This weekend over at 74 Klangahape Road is the Summer Summer Pop-Up Market. This will be the first event from Summer Summer, showcasing six local Filipino creatives and makers from the 3rd to the 5th of November. Long-term Summer Summer is aiming to form a full-on community of Filipino creatives within Aotearoa. To learn more, I had a chat with founders Denise and Clarice. Summer Summer Space, I guess, is a multidisciplinary platform where we just want to showcase contemporary Filipino creativity in Aotearoa. Yeah, and we also want to feature local uh, Filipino creatives, fashion designers, um, artists, anyone really. Um, and also our long-term goal, goal is to bring in um, Filipino brands from ex- uh, directly from the Philippines to expose them to New Zealand. Where did this idea initially kind of stem from for you guys? For us, it came from a personal like place, like individually of like, um, Denise and I are both Filipino. And I just felt like Filipinos are so creative, but I think it's just our culture and I guess our personalities are just a little bit more, um, I don't know how to describe, just a little bit more reserved on that front. And I kind of saw that and I was like, damn, like Filipinos are so so amazing and so creative. I just want to like give our like culture kind of that platform to be able to just like share, to be able to showcase yeah their talent and just I guess my goal was to help Filipinos or other just like creatives in general to just to just be more confident in like what they're creative and what they love doing. I think for me is that because I'm really into social media and fashion um, I've always seen the lack of Filipino representation in New Zealand and um, I think that you know like what Clarice said Filipinos are so creative Um, in the Philippines the Filipino creatives are just so insane and um, I know that we have Filipinos that are very creative as well here in Aotearoa and I think that you know it's time to uh, expose them it's time to give them their platform and show their work and you know like 
Clarice and I were talking about how Koreans, how they have become so popular. You know, everyone loves Korean movies, Korean shows, K-pop. And we love it too. Yeah, we love, love it too. That. But, you know, like Filipinos, we're cool too. So, you know, it's kind of our time to shine now. And we're going to be this Sama Sama is just like a head start to that. Yeah. Have you seen many other creative spaces or platforms specifically designed for Filipino people either within or outside of Aotearoa before this? Yeah, you were talking about in LA because you just came back from LA and yeah. they have a big um, Filipino like community there like yeah. showing creatives and stuff. Super big, yeah. Yeah, I've seen it like, yeah, definitely in America, California, huge representation in LA and also in New York. Um, and I know there's big like communities in like Melbourne, Australia and stuff, but there was just like nothing really in New Zealand. Like I, I do notice there are like pocket, like small pockets of like creative groups of Filipino friends here and there that I see. But yeah, we just wanted to kind of make it like a legit, like official thing. Like a, yeah. Yeah, like a yeah, and like I said before, in the Philippines, there's um, a big group of Filipino creatives there and they're just doing amazing things and we kind of want to replicate that here in Aotearoa. This is starting with the pop-up that you guys have at 74 Kalangahape Road. What are you hoping for across those few days? I guess like what we said, it's just to give exposure to the Filipino creatives that will be hosting. So we have, I think, six um, independent Filipino creatives that will be showcasing. We have a fashion designer, we have DJs, we have a tattoo artist, um, we have jewelry makers. We just want to ultimately like create a community, I think. Like from one end of it, it's like, okay, these local like creatives, they just want they want that community to be able to like feel like they belong to feel like they're like accepted and can thrive in their like creativity and in their art and in their work and so we want to provide that for them not only like the artists that we're showcasing but like more people you know like literally anyone we just want to create that like nice warm platform for people to just be able to be confident together and then also on the other end of it it's like everyone else, people that are non-Filipinos, to be able to see, like, okay, like this is Filipino culture, this mm -hmm. is new, and this is Definitely. different. Who are some of these specific artists and creatives that you have who are showcasing the mahi at the space? I guess we'll start off with ourselves. So <laughs> I have um, a vintage store called DP Vintage, which is very much inspired by Ukai Ukai, which is the Filipino term for um, thrift store in the Philippines. And it's a big thing. Um, growing up, my parents owned an Ukai Ukai, and I kind of wanted to bring that here. And now I own DP Vintage, which um, I resell vintage clothes. And then Clarice, who is a Yeah, ceramicist. I'm a ceramicist. And so I just ha I hand build just ceramic everything I kind of just it came from a, my love of just like building with my hands creating like like transforming my thoughts and ideas into physical forms and objects and so I've been doing that with my I've been making mugs but then also just like literally ceramifying everything it's so fun and then we've got a bunch of other artists yeah. we've got felicia who is um sabado studios yeah. she makes um bags really cool bags and scrunchies she just started her own brand so this would kind of be her um 
uh, first time selling it in person. And we also have this really cool designer from Wellington, Lauren Sabrine, who um, makes skirts, dresses inspired by his Filipino culture. We have Gabebes, who is a jewelry maker, and she makes such cute stuff. Uh, we also have Amoda, who um, just graduated from fashion school, and he makes these really cute bags as well. And we have... We have Nails we have, by Maya. Yeah, Denise's we have a, cousin. Uh, my cousin who um, makes uh, t temporary um, press-on nails. Really, really cool designs. And we have Jella, who is a tattoo artist. Um, she does stick and poke. Um, so we'll be having flash tattoos this weekend. And lastly, we have Clarissa's um, husband, who is a DJ. Yeah. Um, Aux Radio. What days and uh, times is that on? So come along to our pop-up. It's on Friday um, and then Saturday and Sunday at 10 to 5 p.m. Please come on the weekend because <laughs> Friday will be a bit um, too stressful for us for <laughs> setting up. Um, but please just come come on the weekend. <laughs> that's, that's when the party will start. <laughs> be a bit hectic, you know. Um, and I guess beyond uh, this weekend, what are some of your wider plans? We definitely want to do more um, events and experiences. Like I think our main thing with Sama Sama is we want to cultivate this like experiential platform happening in um, not only Auckland, but we'd want to take Sama Sama like to different cities in New Zealand. And we don't really know what that could look like yet. It could look like anything, you know. We, we love doing pop-ups. We love um, food. We love... Music, Shopping, dancing. Music. Yeah. Us Filipinos love our singing, so watch out for that. We might have some karaoke sessions soon. <laughs> yeah, the cool thing is, like, um, our culture is just very, like, celebratory. It's so fun. It's so freeing. And so that doesn't, I think it doesn't box us into a certain thing. Like, we're not, we don't do markets. We don't do just retail, you know. We can do anything and everything really yeah but i think um for the next few months we'd love to collaborate with more filipino creatives so if you're a filipino creative out there don't be shy and get in contact with us we'd love to see your work and one extra thing that i just remembered is that you guys have also just recently launched merch with the t-shirts that you have put yeah. out can you tell me a bit more about that so that was actually designed by Clarice. Um, so the, the flower symbolizes the Sampaguita, which is the Philippines national flower. And it is a sign of togetherness. So if you look at the design of the t-shirt, there's one stem and all of the flowers kind of just come up from that one stem. And yeah, it's just a sim uh, symbol of togetherness, which also translates to Sama Sama. Yeah, and with the merch, we just wanted something to, I guess, be like a memento for our very first experience you know our first pop-up so it's really special to us it was really special designing it and coming up with a concept of obviously like being able to connect to like the name of our space sama sama and then kind of relating that to a flower and how that relates with togetherness and like everything we do will always link back to togetherness so if people want to, as you mentioned, maybe get in touch as a Filipino creator and have some ideas, or if they just want to keep in the loop with the mahi, uh, where can they find you guys? Just Instagram. Please hit us up on Instagram. Just send us a DM. We're always active on there. So, yeah, if you just want to talk to us or chat, just DM us on Instagram. It'll be at samasama, S-A-M-A-S-A-M-A, underscore what is that the symbol underscore space <laughs> yeah i just want to say that um i hope you guys come and 
check out our pop-up. Honestly, it's going to be so cool. We've worked so hard on this. And um, I just want to end with Filipinos are so cool and we have so much to offer and we would love to see um, you guys support us. And yeah. That was Clarice Anthony's from Summer Summer Space chatting about their pop-up that is open now at 74 Kalangahape Road. We'll be open today until 5 p.m. as well as tomorrow from 10 until 5. We've got some ads coming up, but if you've got any thoughts on that piece or just want to get in touch, you can do so at 5395. Darts, the band from Wellington, New Zealand, return to Auckland for their Earn the Thirst tour. Friday, November 3 at Galatos. Holy smokes, punk band darts are coming to Tamaki to give you a puff of their addictive racket with support from Dick Move and Melanie. Don't fuck around and miss out. Darts, earn the first tour, Friday, November 3 at Galatos. Tickets available from galatos.co.nz. Your favourite team, sports team, teamed up with your favourite band, The Beths, and made a movie. The Beths concert film, screening at the Hollywood Avondale, Tuesday, November 14. Hey, it's sports team. Hi. In 2020, we made a movie about The Beths nationwide tour, and this will be the first ever public screening. Plus, there'll be a Q&A with us and The Beths, hosted by Jesse Mulligan. All proceeds will go towards our very first feature film. The Beths concert film, The Hollywood Tuesday, November 14. Tickets via Under the Radar. What's a seven-letter word for street fighter? Brawler. Hey, what's happening at Ponsonby Social Club this week? DJs Killerman Raro and Soul Tree. And tomorrow, Blue Honey Live, followed by DJs Manuel Bundy and Grantus. Same old Ponsonby Social Club, 152 Ponsonby Road. Sorry, no goths. Excuse me? Yeah, piss off. Maybe without those sunnies you could read the bloody sign. No goths. This is cruel and unusual. Not as cruel and unusual as that beautiful velvet cape. Now get out of my sight, Nosferatu. I'm a human being. It's hard out there for a goth, but everyone's welcome on Pennies 1 to 4. A heady mix of the sounds of now and the shimmering hits from our alternative past. Penny, every Monday only on 95BFM. This is Dog Walk by Petty Sacks. You are on 95BFM.
Only positive critiques. Honest. Various artists. That is right. You were back on Various Artists. That was Dog Walk by Petty Sex. If you want to let us know what you thought about that track or any of these interviews, you can get in touch on uh, 5395. Down in Mount Roskill, the good people over at Number 3 Roskill Theatre are in the middle of running their show, Welcome Home. This production aims to welcome new communities to the cultural melting pot of Mount Roskill and celebrate everything that comes with it. I had a chat to John John from the company to learn more. Hello, hello, everyone. My name is John John Solvay, and I am one of the creators of Number 3 Roscoe Theatre Company. So what can you tell us about your new show, Welcome Home? The way I'd like to think about Welcome Home is that it is pockets of experiences, it's pockets of stories, and it's little pockets of magic that is brought together and weaved together by six different artists who are all based here in Roscoe. And in essence, the show Welcome Home is just our offering to the new neighbours who will be moving in as there's a lot of um, housing intensification and housing redevelopment happening. So with our neighbours who have moved out, it means there's new neighbours moving in. So this is our offering to them as a welcome, a welcome party. Presumably you grew up in Mount Roscoe? Yes, I've been born and raised in Roscoe and um, it's, yeah, it's basically all I know. So this is, it's, it's sort of like a passion for me and for a lot of the other artists who are involved in this. We're all, we all have ties in law school, whether we were born there or whether we've gone to school or worked there. Um, so you can tell between all of us, it's sort of like our passion to tell stories from law school, for law school, and by law school, really. I'm quite curious to kind of hear, I guess, about how you perceive both the atmosphere, the vibe, and the culture of Mount Roscoe for people like myself who might have come from more out west, I guess, like, what is your general pitch for the area? Uh, it's kind of like, it is just a melting pot of different cultures, really. It's one of the most diverse um, communities in New Zealand. So it's just, it's just like, we like to say Flavortown, there's just a lot of different things for a lot of different people, but if you came or if you come to Roscoe, there will definitely be something there for you that you can enjoy. And arts is now one of those things. How long have you been working on this play for? So we had a test season, a test show of this last year. So it's kind of been like a one-year sort of development, what worked last year, what can we do this year. So, yeah, I'd say a year we've been developing this and we've been having little... Uh, many showcases throughout this year that uh, eventually built up to this big one that we are premiering tomorrow. 
What has kind of gone into this from your end? Have you been the director, writer? How have you contributed to the play? So I'm one of the devisers. Um, and between the six of us, we've devised this show all together. So devising is basically, as opposed to getting a script, finding a character, learning lines, it's sort of just ideas that we've been inspired from and we write it down on a piece of paper and then we try it on stage and if it works, it works, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. So, yeah, it's kind of all of us that are doing the writing. It's all of us doing the directing and helping each other. But we do have our artistic director, Tanya Mongatipia, who has been sort of our, yeah, basically our director throughout this whole... Have you had much experiences making plays in this way before as opposed to, I guess, the more traditional way that you mentioned of just using a script? Not really, because I'm, I, I like to say I, I call myself a theatre virgin because I'm still very new to this. My background is actually in costume design up until I joined number three in 2020, late 2020, was the first time I had ever been on a stage. So, yeah, it is very new to me, this whole concept of devising and doing performances this way as opposed to other things that I've worked on backstage. It's like scripts and learning lines and all that stuff. But I think the the real beautiful thing about being devisers is that a lot of the stories are more intrinsic to us as artists and we get to have a little bit more control of how we tell our stories and um, what we want the audience to feel. Yeah, I mean, is there sort of an overarching plot within this play with characters and storylines going on or is it a bit more of just kind of like little vignettes of life within Mount Roscoe? Yes, definitely little vignettes, but I think our overarching thing is just giving you the flavour of Roscoe what to expect when you come to this new neighbourhood, the crazy characters, the lovable characters, and just all that stuff. But yeah, it is little vignettes of um, of stories. And there are some characters that reoccur during the show, and there are other characters that are new, and then they're only on for one scene, and then it's a new character. But When you talk about new people coming into the neighbourhood and kind of welcoming them, that has quite a flair of gentrification, which we have seen a little bit of within Mount Roscoe and kind of that part of Auckland. Is this a theme of the show at all? Not for this show specifically. Mm. It was one of the things that we were, that inspired this theatre company to begin in in the first place. There's no heavy mention around gentrification, but there is the feeling of that in some of these pieces when, uh, you know, there's pieces of immigration and moving from one island to another or displacement so I I guess there is a little bit of um, the theme of gentrification through those stories. Through the last season of this you mentioned the sort of test that you had before you had some students coming in um, from Mount Roscoe Grammar School what was it like kind of working with some of the young and -and up-and-coming talent through this school that presumably you and many of your contemporaries might have gone to as well? Yeah Yeah, so the cool thing about our theatre company is we all came from Russell Grammar. So to have the opportunity to work with some of those students last year was a great learning experience for us too. And I think it I think it allowed us to be inspired to see the sort of up and coming artists who are still in school and just giving them that opportunity to do this big thing outside of school, which we really hope sets up for them a bridge to the arts when they leave school.
We we don't have Russell Grammar this year, but we do have the Mayro Primary School who will be performing before us. This has kind of come as you guys have found your way into a new space within Mount Ruskell at the new theatre that's recently been opened there for Number 3 Ruskell Theatre. How has that been kind of having this dignified space for your mahi? Oh, it's been such a massive blessing and it's, it's given us a home as artists and it's given us a place to really hone in on our skills and really develop our skills. And it also gives uh, our community of Roscoe an opportunity to potentially hone in on their artistic skills because we aren't the only six creatives in Roscoe. There are plenty other artists in Roscoe who will see this place as a stepping stone or launch pad for them in their artistic because, I mean, it's the first of its kind in Roscoe and there's no other place that you can sort of um, really do your art anywhere in Roscoe. So, yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of really cool to have that little pot of gold sitting right in the middle of Dominion Road. That was John John from Number 3 Roscoe Theatre chatting about their new show, Welcome Home. Going to go to a quick track now. This is uh, the new live recording of Bodies by Cassie Hadras from the second live album that's coming up very soon that I'm very excited for. You are on 95BFM. If you want to get in touch, you can do so at 5395. We'll have more artsy stuff after this. Stay tuned.
one of my most uh, in-character song choices for the show. That was Car Seat Headrest with Bodies live at Brooklyn Steel. Various artists with Francis and Liam. So you can go to the opening for more than just the snacks. That is right, you're on Various Artists. Feel free to text in to us at 5395 or give me a call at 0909 We'd love to hear from you on this mildly muggy day, presumably. If it's still muggy outside, there's a big old... You've heard about the big old wall outside. UA loves their construction. Anyways, Underground Ponicare publishers five of the books have been causing all sorts of chaos in the Aotearoa publishing and zine scene for about three years now. They've been publishing various works on a shoestring budget and are now looking to boost their funds to get their mahi done via Boosted campaign. I had a chat with Sasha and Achilles to learn more about their plans. Work behind the scenes with five of the books alongside Ashiel. Um, I'm an artist, writer, um, 
activist. Yeah, just kind of a few different things here in Ashil. And uh, my name is Ashil. Um, yeah, I'm uh, the uh, second third of uh, Five Ever, studying uh, Renee. Uh, and uh, yeah, I work at Five Ever. Uh, our work ranges from uh, uh, pretty standard uh, book object making to all kinds of um, talks and uh, public participations and generally being uh, noisy, loud, and annoying in the public <laughs> sphere. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, punchy, transformative, dank. Yeah, I suppose, things. yeah, like we, yeah, the elevator pitch would be that we use uh, the term publishing as a kind of tactic more than anything else. And so, uh, you know, our aim is to publish punchy, transformative, and um, dank work, but we do a lot of different things all over the show, so expect the unexpected. Yeah, you guys have been active sort of within the zine space across Aotearoa for coming up on three years now. You're getting up to your third birthday. What are some of the projects that you've put out just during this time just so we can help set the stage for our listeners? There's a number of book projects this year we've released uh, two books. Uh, one was Punch a Hole in the Sky to Let in the Light, which was a series of short stories by Jennifer Love. And then also um, Butter on Toast the Next Morning by Renee Williams, which is a beautiful book of poetry. Um, but also, I mean, our work's so varied, so it's kind of hard to actually recall it. But we went to Wanaka this year with Festival of Colour to do the Book Factory. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very involved with Zine Fest, as you said. Like, we put on... Um, a talk in Wellington the week beforehand, um, before Wellington Zines Fest, and then we helped throw the after party. Um, yeah, I don't know if she would Yeah, we generally also, um, whenever we can, run pretty casual, um, yet yeah, very focused uh, workshops around dignating and general self-expression. It doesn't have to be with zines, but I think zines is a very good example of that, um, self-expression mm. um, with things as simple as a pen and paper. Um, yeah, we also uh, so very uh, glad to be working with uh, the home ground team, who are um, uh, people who work with uh, uh, Wahine in prisons, um, and they are delivering art workshops in there, and we support them actually by uh, printing and binding their go-to workbook resource that goes with them in prisons. So yeah, that's something that we take a lot of pride in. Yeah. We're also going to be uh, partaking in the Verb uh, mm. Writers Retreat Festival thing uh, on in February. Oh, Company Writers Retreat, yeah. Company Writers Retreat, yeah. Yes. Uh, and uh, it's uh, slightly more on the literary uh, spectrum of what we're doing, but still very much a workshop uh, with uh, what we love doing, which is public participation and enabling self-expression. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, and and I think um, so. Coming up on um, Saturday next week as well, um, we'll be on a panel uh, as part of Verb, kind of just talking about literature, and I guess about also kind of the experimental edges of it. And I suppose that's something that's quite um, important to us is really kind of sitting on those interdisciplinary or extradisciplinary or multidisciplinary edges where it all kind of is a bit of a mashup, but we're just sort of finding our way and figuring out what is the most effective tactic or most effective action at any given time. So, you know, for instance, we have been running these different types of workshops, and then earlier this year we ran a workshop at Enjoy um, Gallery in Wellington, which uh, was corresponding with uh, a similar workshop that was happening in Japan. So there was kind of also an international exchange through zine collage processing as well. Um, 
So, yeah, we're, we're very varied and we just try to pick, um, pick and change the medium as the opportunities present themselves in front of us, I suppose, and how we can best be effective for our community. Yeah, and I mean, this is all kind of leading into the boosted campaign that you guys just recently uh, launched. Rather than what you typically see with a boosted campaign of these sorts of crowdfunding thing, it's kind of just building up a general treasury for you to tackle your future projects. Um, what can you tell me about kind of the approach you've taken to this fundraising? Um, so um, it, it's a little bit of a, a it's a light critique on the uh, project space. Uh, funding that we in the arts are, are suffering uh, from, uh, where you have to deliver a compartmented kind of thing uh, to get the funding or to ask for funding. So uh, we have so many um, interconnected projects uh, that just all require a lot of time and energy, but not a lot of money. So having a little bit of dough in the in the in the back pocket. Uh, really helps us kind of like, um, yeah, smooth, smooth the things in. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I suppose as well, um, something that we really like to embody is a capacity to be responsive to the situations and, and, and things that are arising and kind of quite a, you know, having a sense of immediacy. And much like Ashil said, I think the project-based kind of framework of um, how we maybe orient ourselves in the in the world of culture and art and literature and politics, sometimes has a little bit of a slower tail. And so, you know, being able to um, have that agency where we, you know, we've, we've got all of these different projects because um, lo like lots of people have approached us and, and we're almost, you know, like a little bit overwhelmed, but we want to make it happen. And so as Ashil said, like a little bit of cash here and there makes it possible for us to continue all the varied mahi across all these different projects in a way that, you know, is semi-sustainable. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, that's really a good point about the state of arts funding in Aotearoa. Among the many other issues uh, that people have kind of raised the alarm about, mostly just being not enough, um, there is kind of the point of all of it being within the space of you have to complete this project, it has to be at this level, um, and it has to be done within this time frame, and a lot of artists within... Aotearoa don't necessarily work like that. They'll have multiple things going on at once. Sometimes there'll be stops in a ro road for some of them. Sometimes there'll be surprise mad crawls to get them done. Um, yeah, are you kind of hoping that this might see other people encouraged to take a similar approach? It's a very... Uh, uh, you uh, navigate on site with that approach, and you're really expecting... You are making yourself ready to see a project take another direction and go with that direction as opposed to be a bit rigid and be like, no, no, this needs to be a book. Some, some relationships we, we have our, with our authors start with the premise of a book and end up just being something else entirely different. Mm -hmm. And this is where we think our nimbleness uh, really serves uh, the artwork. Yeah, definitely. And I think, um, you know, one thing that's very important for us is, is actually our embeddedness in community and all of our relationships. And so... You know, more than perhaps um, finding value in our work through, for instance, I don't know, like winning awards. I mean, that's very um, valuable and great, but that's kind of perhaps not our compass. Um, it's much more around, you know, how can we be effective for the relationships that we're in, engaged in and how can we respond to the community and how can we um, deliver what is um, needed and what we can see could be, um, yeah, beneficial for everyone around us. And so, yeah, having... 
I do think that there is a little bit of chaos that comes with, um, you know, having so many different projects and entirely self-directed in the way that we kind of do. Um, but, you know, that's what we're navigating with, and I think it's really important to manage to navigate that chaos and to be able to, like, uh, deliver what people or what everyone around us is asking for and what we feel is needed, um, especially in times like these. You know, it's a, it's a pretty... Um, heavy time and I think that you know community and art you know that that's the way that's the way if people do want to support you through the booster campaign or otherwise where can they go um yeah uh so please go to uh boosteds uh and support our campaign otherwise uh send all inquiries manuscripts or expressions of support <laughs> to um byviverbooks at gmail.com uh <laughs> Yeah. And otherwise, find us on Instagram at Five Ever. Check out our like beautiful, beautiful uh, pictures that are only like a byproduct of, 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 of even more beautiful moments that we share with our friends. Um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, thank you so much for having us. I mean, it's really, really awesome even just to hear. I don't know, you know, we're we're always constantly busy down here in Wellington, chipping away a, a many days, and so it's beautiful to hear that. Um, I don't know that you yourself, you know, had have seen our work and um, yeah, we're really, really grateful for all the support and yep. community. So yeah, thank you so much for having us. Those are the good people from Five Other Books chatting about the recently released Boosted campaign. This is New Bleeding Star. Ooh. Couldn't tell if that was vocals. New Bleeding Star, just keeping with the Wellington theme. You're on 95BFM. Also, art guide after this.
like I said before, this is Bleeding Star with Red Eyes off of their brand new album released yesterday. We fall together. Fantastic little emo indie rock band based down in Pornicare. You are on 95 BFM's Various Artists. I hope you are all having a lovely day, keeping dry, keeping cool. You can text us on 5395 or give me a call on 093093879. The Art Guide is coming up next. The 95 BFM Art Guide on various artists. It's paintings in that. Alrighty, this weekend, as we mentioned earlier on the show, the Summer Summer Pop-Up is on at 74 Karangahape Road, showcasing works by a variety of local Filipino artists and makers. That is on until 5 today and 10 till 5 on Saturday and Sunday. Also mentioned on the show, number 3, Roscoe Theatre is showing Welcome Home tonight and tomorrow. And lastly, for good old multiple day things, for the whole week, Silo Theatre is putting on their live Foley production of Night of the Living Dead at the Hollywood Avondale. Tomorrow, Rahroi, Saturday, the 4th of November. Tomorrow night, the SRN Awards are on across the Motu, across every single student radio station. We've got us, we've got Radioactive and Welly, we've got Radio Control and Palmy, we've got Radio 1 in Dunedin, and Radio RDU in Christchurch. Got there eventually. Uh, that will be streaming on 95BFM and all those other stations, as well as we'll have a little video feed on YouTube to celebrate all the incredible volleys and musicians and artists that make up the wonderful world of the SRN. Earlier on in the morning tomorrow, up at the Lake House Arts Centre, will be an artist talk from Rachel Smith and Gerard Amory. That is on at 11. And at Rahinina, Monday the 6th of October, sports teams and inaugural projector party over at Wemmy Bar will be showcasing a multitude of locally made sh- spooky short films. Those ticks are available from Under the Radar. If you have anything else that you'd like to get onto the art guide, feel free to get in touch with us at arts at 95bfm.com. It's pretty chill right now, but that's just, you know, uni does that. But yeah, we've got one more track coming up. This is Nokia Ringtone by Metal Home, who were nominated for Best Group at the SRN Awards.
Serious Artists with Francis and Liam. Ko ere te ho taka katoa mō tēnei waking naita mihiki e koto katoa i korero mai ki o mō tēnei rā. That is all for us on Various Artists for today. Thank you to everyone who chatted to us. Denise and Clarice from Summer Summer Space, John John from Number 3 Roscoe Theatre and the good people over at Five Ever Books. It's been a lovely show today. Once again, the SRN Awards are on tomorrow. You should totally tune in. It'll be a great old time. Nei rā hoki te mihiki e koto. E whakarango ana. Thank you for tuning in. Remember, you can listen back to all those chats and more at 95bfm.com Kaohoki mai matoa a Tarawiki Next up is Land of the Good Groove You are listening to 95bfm That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.